your parents know that you listen to the evil rock music. You're an American teenager, for God's sake. Welcome to Gilmore Girls Soundtrack. I'm Melissa Olson. Episode 5. Cinnamon was how old? In today's episode, we're going to talk about cats. Cats and music. We'll discuss the soundtrack from Season 1, Episode 5, Cinnamon's Wake. We'll hear from museum educator, vinyl appreciator, wife and mom, Allison Kaplan. As always, we'll finish up with recommendations in the weekly segment, Spinning in Stars Hollow. So grab a cup of coffee. It's time for Gilmore Girls Soundtrack. I know it's only my sixth episode, but if you've been paying close enough attention, you might have heard some subtle meowing in the background. That's my cat, Novella. She's really kind of angry at me, actually. Any time I spend on the podcast is time not spent with her. And I know it might seem like it shouldn't take that long, but producing 20 minutes of a podcast takes a lot longer than 20 minutes. Novella is a rescue cat, and if you're looking for a pet, cat or dog, doesn't matter to me. I'm not going to judge you if you're a cat person or a dog person. Just please go and get one from a shelter. Give them a place that will love them and keep them warm and safe. Novella's about 11 now. I don't really know how old she was when I first got her. But let me tell you, she acts just like a kitten, getting into everything, wanting to cuddle all the time. But I've never given her a ride in a wagon. But I can imagine how devastated Babette and Maury must have felt. Babette, honey. Oh, Laura, come in. Come She's gone. Cinnamon's gone. Oh, I'm so sorry. Is there anything I can do for you, Maury? This is life, Rory. It breaks your heart. She looked like she was sleeping. I thought she was asleep, so I nudged her, and she didn't wake. I gave her a push, and she rolled off the couch, and since I just waxed the floor, she went shooting across the room, and then she knocked over the lamp, and she still didn't move. I knew it was over. Oh, God, my baby. Tell me it wasn't the... Oh, Maury, don't do this to yourself. He thinks it was the clams. She saw me eating them, and she gave me that, hey, man, what's up, look, and... It wasn't the clams. Maury, in human years, this cat was 260 years old. That's a good long life. The crazy thing is, if you do the math, which, if you're really interested, go check out my show notes. I have details on how you figure out how old a cat is in human years. But if you do the math, it would mean that Cinnamon is approximately 61 years old, which is crazy because on record, the oldest cat that ever lived was 38 years and three days old. She was from Austin, Texas. Her name was Cream Puff. Anyways, it's just crazy that she would say that the cat was 260 years old. That's completely crazy. And as you can hear, Novella agrees. She's usually sitting next to me while I'm recording the episodes of the show. She's my uncredited producer. Season 1, Episode 5 has quite a diverse selection for us to talk about. First up, Rancid's Time Bomb. Sink to a collapse, 
by punk veterans Tim Armstrong and Matt Freeman in 1991, Rancid has been widely regarded as one of the groups responsible for reviving interest in punk in the United States, and with bringing it to more mainstream audiences in the 1990s. Time Bomb comes from 1995's And Out Come the Wolves, reaching number eight on Billboard Modern Rock Charts, the highest initial charting achieved by the band. The musical tastes of Lane are still forming at this point, both for the character herself and for the audience. But a punk song with lyrics about making it in the world alone seems very appropriate. Get your stuff and hit the stereo, we're late. That's not me. Where does your mom think you are? Oh, uh, on a park bench contemplating the reunification of the two Koreas. Not here, skanking to rancid? Wouldn't be included. School! Our next soundtrack moment comes in the form of a reference. A recurring reference at that. I think we should date. Why? Because I think we both want to. <sighs> well, I want to be in the bangles, which doesn't mean I quit my job and get a guitar and ruin my life. To be a bangle, does it? But the bangles broke up. Yeah, that's not the point. Well, it's got to be part of the point if there's no band anymore. Lorelai is clearly a bangles fan. This has become clear, and it will just get more clear as time goes on. She then mentions something about whether Max likes rap music. He says yes. She asks if he's just saying what she'd like to hear. Seems like a little foreshadowing, if you ask me. Up next is Johnny Mercer's standard, I Thought About You. It was a popular tune in 1939, with music composed by Jimmy Van Heusen. It's become a jazz standard performed by many artists, including Dinah Washington, who was my choice to be used in the Gilmore Girls Complete Soundtrack Spotify playlist, which can be found in the show notes. Oh, that cinnamon song. Though the song has no words when performed on the piano by Maury during Cinnamon's Wake, it seems appropriate after hearing how Babette had just described her loss to Lorelei. Damn, I'm gonna miss that old broad. Oh, I know. You know, I don't know what I'm gonna do with myself now. You live to take care of your kids. I know, sweetie, but you gave her everything you had. Yeah, she was so tiny when I got her. She could sleep in my shoe. The other day, I came across a hat that I made for Rory. It was like a doll hat. Oh, they grow up so fast. And then they take your clothes. I guess eventually you have to move on. Figure out what your life is going to be when you're not busy taking care of somebody else. The last song we hear in this episode is Truly Truly by Grantley Buffalo.
formed in Los Angeles in the early 1990s, Grantley Buffalo grew a following from touring with major acts. In 1998, this song, Truly Truly, received significant radio airplay. You are? Yes. I gotta go. This song is a sweet backdrop for Rory as she verbalizes her feelings for Dean for the very first time. It also brings forward a conversation between Lorelai and Rory about Lorelai dating Rory's teacher, Max. This is also our first time hearing the voice of Grantley Phillips who becomes one of my favorite minor characters, the town troubadour. Today's guest is Allison Kaplan, a mother of two, a lover of music, an art educator, and a lover of cats. I have my cat here in the record room. Actually, her ashes. This is a cat that my husband loved. My husband had three cats when I met him, which I thought was like the best, like, I don't know, maybe some people would think it's a deal breaker, but I thought, this guy has three cats. That's so amazing. He's the most responsible person I've ever met. He has three cats and a totally clean apartment. And Bernice was like the naughtiest, craziest cat ever, but she had the most personality and meant the most to him. And she passed away a few months ago. She got sick really quickly. It was a pretty devastating situation. So she was the first cat that we ever had cremated. And she's here in this beautiful wooden box that um, has little flowers carved into it. And it's, it's very nice. And she lives up here in the record room where she used to hang out. She definitely did not live as long as Cinnamon. She actually was probably... 11 or so, I think, when she died. Chris Chris would have a better idea, but she died pretty early for a cat. Um, we did not push her around in a baby carriage or anything, but when we uh, had kids, our cats scattered. Like, once they started to walk, at least Augie, once Augie started to walk, before the cats were like, oh, we're really curious. Like, look at all this baby stuff. This is really cool. And when Augie was in the NICU, Bernice would like sleep in her, her um, chair, the car seat and everything and check everything out. And when he came home, they were really interested and curious. But once he started to walk, they would just like run. They were so scared of him and they still have been except Bernice, who would kind of sit perched up high and hang out and know that if a kid dropped something on the floor, it was fair game for her to eat it type of situation. We really miss Bernice because our other two cats, um, Lloyd and Vera, we barely ever see. Because <laughs> you saw when you got here, Lloyd ran out of the room as soon as Augie came out. And I don't, I, I, my hope was that they would get 
better adjusted to being around kids, but they just really haven't. I feel really bad for them. But they like baby gear, so maybe they would like to be pushed around the way Cinnamon does. Get pushed around by Sally Strollers and the stroller. I thought that was pretty cool. But um, I don't think our cats ever ate clams. Bad clams, good clams, any clams, so. Wow, Cinnamon, riding in style. Yeah, Maury made it. Cinnamon's not walking good these days, but she still likes her passagiatas. That's Italian for a nice one. Passagiata. Oh, God, he makes it sound so sexy. Oh, come on. I think the way that there are bands, like in the early aughts, like the early 2000s, that are like the White Stripes, the Black Keys, like every band has the same word in their name. There was a weird time where Buffalo, there were like one or two, buff, there was Buffalo Tom and Greatly Buffalo, and I think I got them confused a lot. Buffalo Tom was on my so-called life, I remember, in the 90s, and I don't remember how I knew Greatly Buffalo, probably from like the end radio station or something. Um, but when I met my husband, who is also a latecomer to Gilmore Girls, but a Gilmore Girls fan. He gave me an old mixtape because I lived in Akron, he lived in Cleveland, and he said, here, listen to this in the car. He had all these mixtapes that he made when he tried to quit smoking, and it wasn't a good tape. Like, there wasn't a lot on it that I liked, but the, I, the song truly, truly was on there. So I always, like, thought of that when we started dating, and I started to be interested in him. It was like kind of like the go-to song because it's a pretty romantic like song and they use it that way in the episode with you know Max Medina and the whole um Dean situation so it kind of makes sense and I guess that's why I connect to the song Time for Spinning in Stars Hollow, where I give you recommendations for music you might like, based on what you heard in this episode. You can always find these songs on the Spinning in Stars Hollow playlist, which is on my blog, gilmoregirlsoundtrack.wordpress.com. Today we start with Ask the Angels by The Distillers. of the Rancid song we heard at the beginning of this episode, I suggest a cover from the 2000 self-titled debut record from The Distillers, Ask the Angels, 
This song was originally written by Patti Smith and Ivan Kral, and sounds a lot like the original, which appeared on the 1976 album Radio Ethiopia. For those gravitating towards the classic I Thought About You from Johnny Mercer, here's another jazz standard performed by the lovely Billie Holiday, All of Me. jazz standards had more staying power on the show. They kind of have an enduring quality that lasts throughout all seven seasons of Gilmore Girls, even when the writers change. Go on, dear, without you. You took the part that once was my heart. So This type of music was played at Babette and Maury's house. It was played at the Elder Gilmore's during dinner. It's the kind of feel that you have when you're visiting the younger Gilmore's house in Stars Hollow. It's just got that nice, pleasant, homey vibe, and it kind of, it sort of it hugs you. Take all of me. Can't you see? For anyone searching for music in the vein of Grantley Buffalo, I would highly recommend Love Spit Loves, Am I Wrong? Love Spit Love began during the Psychedelic Furs hiatus. Richard Butler had been the lead singer of the Psychedelic Furs for years and contacted the guitarist from a band that had opened during the last Psychedelic Furs tour, Richard Fortas. The two began collaborating, shifting from building Butler's first solo record to actually forming a brand new band.
the lead single from the self-titled album that debuted in August 1994. The album was well-received and saw great radio play on alternative and college stations, just like the track Truly Truly from Grantley Buffalo had. I'm Melissa Olson. Thanks for joining me for Gilmore Girls Soundtrack. To read the show notes, go to gilmoregirlsoundtrack.wordpress.com. Be sure to follow along on Facebook, Instagram, and SoundCloud. Until next week. Yeah, we have bongos in our house, and Elliot really likes to play the bongos, and I'm always worried that our kids are going to join some drum circle. I guess it's better than skanking to rancid songs.